Before we get to the show, I want to make sure you know about our podcast, Making Marketing. It's a show where Shireen Patak talks to the biggest names in the marketing world about the decisions they're making in their business. Check it out. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Or you can go to digiday.com and learn more. Hello and welcome to Digiday Live, our podcast where we bring you the best sessions from our many summits around the world. I'm Aditi Sangal and today I have a session from the Digiday Content Marketing Summit. Here, Shireen Patak talks to Lisa Chitnovsky. Lisa is the head of content and customer engagement at the Vitamin Shop. In the time she's worked there, she's really streamlined the social media and content marketing efforts of the company. One big thing, they experimented with the Facebook groups quite a lot and they've learned a whole lot of lessons which they are ready to use for members of their loyalty program. What did they do and how the test was successful on this episode? Listen in. So when I first took this job, I thought of the vitamin shop as that store on the side of the highway in Jersey where you just popped in for pills and powders. And that's not who we want to be, right? We want to be a lifestyle brand. We want our goal ultimately is to be the health and wellness authority. Um, lofty goal, not a health and wellness authority, the health and wellness authority. So um, in order to do that, we can't just be a retailer of pills and powders. We have to show that we actually know what we're talking about. And we don't just know about pills and powders. We know about health and wellness and fitness and everything that comes along with health and wellness. Mm -hmm. So some of you may have seen we have new stores. Um, we have one on Chambers Street in Manhattan. We have one in Jersey. We have about 25 new flagship stores that actually look like these Apple stores for the vitamin shop. So when I was debating on whether to take the job, I went into one of those those stores and they said oh this is the future of the vitamin shop I'm gonna I'm gonna come here you know it's not just that like hut on the side of the highway we really are looking to be you know a forerunner in the uh, in this in the space mm -hmm. so my job was created from scratch. Uh, there was no content, no original content whatsoever. I think there was some syndication going on from a company called Health Notes that had articles with no images, no multimedia. It was just straight up education. And mm -hmm. I came in and went, ah, <laughs> it was an eyesore. But um, my boss, the chief digital officer, brought me in to um, increase engagement by way of content and by way of social media. I also oversee PR because we do feel that content, social, and PR mm -hmm. all are sort of interlinked. Yeah, and that's something we've sort of heard from a lot of people and kind of bringing those things together internally has been exactly. really Exactly, about 50% of mm -hmm. PR now is social, if not more. Yeah, so um, basically in order to be the health and wellness authority, content plays a big role. So do our health enthusiasts, which is what we call our store employees. Um, they are the center of our universe. So we, you have to be really healthy to work there. <laughs> I'm not really healthy. I think I've gained 10 pounds eating only protein bars for lunch. But, um, but I do work out a little. So. <laughs> um, I pretend that I'm healthy. Uh, just between us, close personal friends, <laughs> I'm sort of healthy. Um, but our health enthusiasts, they do go through rigorous training. They really know their stuff. This isn't mm -hmm. um, Starbucks or McDonald's. Like We want to put our health enthusiasts out there, um, people go to the stores to talk to health enthusiasts. When mm -hmm. you go into one of our stores, it's really intimidating. You know, you see a bunch of stuff that says like omega three, CoQ ten. Like, what is all that stuff? Even when I first went in, saw those tubs of protein powder, which pretty much 
a lot of people take protein powder now, I still had no idea what you do with it, this big jug of powder. And so we need people in our stores talking to the customers, but also digitally, we didn't have any of that. Health enthusiasts had no um, place or um, presence on digital, even on our social channels. Our social channels were pretty much just bogo bogo. It looked like another form of advertising. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I came from media. They brought in someone with no retail experience. Now I have two years of retail experience. Um, but I came from Women's Health. I was the site director there. And before that, I spent seven years at MTV um, as a managing editor at MTV News and um, a producer of a lot of the um, after shows. So um, they, my chief digital officer really understood what was needed mm -hmm. to um, bring the company that next step. and. Um, and you know, she took a gamble. I would say the rest of the companies had no idea what I was doing there, though. And you know, it's taken a while to get that buy-in and say, right. "Look, this is working. Our engagement is up 300% because of this, this, and this." Right. What is engagement? Well, engagement is this. You know, there's a lot of conversation mm -hmm. that has to take place to get your buy-in across. Um, you know, everyone up through the board and to get that budget right. that you need. Because I came in with a fixed budget, and I had. I had to develop a content department from scratch with just a social media budget, which was fairly low to begin mm -hmm. with. So um, I had to really restructure, move around some positions, and I chose to bring in a lot of junior people instead of um, like more director level sure. people, which is harder for me. But I knew that in order to create the content that we needed and have the hustle that we needed, we needed, yeah. we needed quantity. So let's go back to kind of these enthusiasts, because I think this idea yeah. of like turning employees into influencers, has, yes. I've seen that with a lot of different types of companies yes. trying to experiment with that idea. I mean, obviously, you know, I always think of sort of SoulCycle and yep. those kinds of companies as being at the forefront of that, because those people, the trainers, um, the people instructing the classes, can be your best advocates for your brand. Yeah, How did sure you do that with your, with your health enthusiasts? Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of just started with you know, putting them all over our social channels. But when I first came in there, it was illegal. Like They actually called it illegal for the health enthusiasts to have their own store accounts on Instagram. The problem was is that none of them paid attention to it being illegal. So they all had their own store accounts. And they looked terrible. And they were stealing intellectual property. And they were doing, you know, they were just having free-for-alls. So, you know, <laughs> Well, if you can't, you know, enforce that message, you got to swim upstream with them, right? So, put together a really, you know, lengthy plan, best practices. Really worked with retail operations, who was so frightened that, you know, they would end up, excuse my language, with a bunch of like dick pics all over the country, you know. And um, that didn't happen, you know. But we did have to take a risk there, right? You just, you know, every once in a while, we do see an image where we like call the store, like. Not appropriate, but for the most part, it's been great. You know, we kicked them off in January. We have 780 stores, and over 500 are up and running now, and they're doing a great job. So they each have their own Instagram account. Yes, um, they're not verified. What is sort of mandated from like the corporate level of like you said sort of best practices? Okay, like post this often. Post what? Yeah. How did you kind so of make sure that it we felt have a consistent? Okay. So right. So um, we have Vitamin University, which is where they take all their courses about health and wellness, and they right. actually have to all go in and pass this course mm -hmm. about everything from quality to like you can't steal this image off of Google to um, how to set up their bio, you know, what logo to use. Mm -hmm. um, don't you know? A lot of them have never used social before. You know, the store managers are smart enough to assign the Instagram account to at least like some millennial usually who understands Instagram. But there are definitely a few stores where, you know, they're taking pictures of pictures of pictures and posting right. them. And, you know, so we really had to set up these guidelines for mm -hmm. how to do it in a way that, you know, exudes quality. Um, but at the same time, 
I also had to talk to our chief brand officer, who also has to be my boss, about, okay, you know, we can't obsess about whether the logos on the top right or the top mm -hmm. left, or that, you know, these aren't things on social media that really matter. Um, they matter to a lot of people, sure. for sure, but like when it comes to getting the main message out that our people know what they're talking about, who cares if the logo's this one or that one or here yeah, or there? That makes sense. So this is free. I mean, this is organic on Instagram. Yes. And obviously, Instagram is kind of just like a lot of the other platforms, is deprioritize de things that are free. I mean, they want brands like you to pay them in order to you know, sell, yeah. essentially. Sort of how, how do those things then work together? I mean, are you also then complementing that with paid or how do you make sure that the Instagram account is actually followed, it's surfaced, yeah. actually comes up? Yeah, so I mean, we, we do obviously put money behind our own assets for um, things like, you know, our own product launches, mm -hmm. thing, um, things like that. User-generated content, we don't put a lot of money behind because we do see a lot of reach. Um, we've, we're fortunate in that um, coming from media, I would see a ton of you know the haters. You know, you just you go on and you think you have this really meaningful article and then everyone's destroying it. Um, we're really lucky that our customers, um, while you know on Instagram we have 211,000, it's not huge, but they are purists. They really do love what we do. If mm -hmm. anything, they get mad at us if we go off the health and wellness. Um, mindset if we hmm. you know kind of sell out a little bit hmm. like a good example is um, not that I hope no one from vitamin shop is listening but uh, we have DJ Khaled right now we have an exclusive flavor of his energy drink that we have on um, what's the flavor on pre-order it's called Hyde Vibes it's like nice. a strawberry colada something it's actually very good <laughs> but um, and I could use some later today when I need more energy, probably not right now. Um, anyway, a lot of them are saying, you know, like, what's this, you know, why are you selling so many energy drinks and who's DJ Khaled? Like, mm -hmm. he's not in the gym every day. And first of all, DJ Khaled is on a health and wellness journey. On social media, they just don't know that. Yeah. But um, at the He same, actually goes to the gym like four and a half yeah, hours. He's all Weight Watchers, yeah. yeah like, he's, exactly. <laughs> he's doing kettlebells on his vacation. Um, but. It doesn't matter. Their perception is that he's not health and wellness, and mm, so we shouldn't be partnering with him. Meanwhile, he's not our partner. He's a vendor partner. But mm -hmm. um, you know, we we try our best to interact with them in the in the comments and say like, you know, DJ Khaled is on his own health and wellness journey. Like, check it out. Check this out. Check that How out. How many people do you have kind of doing this sort of comment moderation, responding to people? We have one person, okay. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's not a lot, but we work really, really hard. And um, everyone who works for me. I I will say is kind of on call 24 mm seven. -hmm. It's, it's not a nine to five job. Um, so we sort of covered Instagram. I want to talk a little bit about Facebook, you know, sort of been talking a lot about Facebook becoming less relevant as a channel. Obviously they're, you know, on their own, I think it was uh, Sarah from Intel that basically said, you know, there just aren't the right partners anymore necessarily for the kind of content that we're talking about. Um, what have you been doing on Facebook and kind of where do you sort of see that relationship going? Yeah, I disagree with that. Mm -hmm. um, I still think Facebook is really valuable. Um, organic reach, we're still seeing a lot. It's, it's about creating meaningful con uh, content that mm -hmm. resonates with the users. And sometimes meaningful, the definition of the word changes over time. We used to create a lot of video recipes and a lot of workouts that got a ton of organic reach. And the videos actually aren't getting as much reach now, but now we're creating infographics mm -hmm. that sort of um, capture that um, that mission of being the health and wellness authority will take a problem like, are you vitamin D deficient? And talk about the signs and symptoms and then we will have possible solutions. And even though that might not sound very sexy, it's getting you know, a reach of hundreds of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. So 
um, and that's without any money behind it. So I don't, I don't see how that's not valuable. Um, I think that you have to work a little bit harder at it. Um, you definitely can't give up on organic Facebook. Also, there are the communities and the groups. Okay. So, so you're, um, you've done groups. Yeah. So we launched two test groups, um, Eating Healthy with the Vitamin Shop and Staying Fit with the Vitamin Shop. And those are more like test groups to find out, like, okay, like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to like maintain? Who has the time? You know, what kind of content do we want to put in here? What's going to resonate? Um, and it was sort of a test group to lead up to what we just launched or are launching next in a few days, um, which is for our goal tier of Healthy Rewards members, our loyalty program. We want to be able to give perks like exclusive content and um, you know one-on-ones with experts. And we really want all of our influencers to be experts, not just people who take butt selfies at the gym. And so, you know, what we've done is we've created a wellness council of experts, and we're going to utilize them in these Facebook groups. We're going to utilize them on Facebook Live. Um, you know, you should do a whole group just for butt selfies and the gym takers. I think there probably is one. <laughs> I think there's probably a bunch of them. Uh, but. We, so what we're doing is we're sending an email out to all of our gold members. It's people who've spent mm -hmm. over a certain amount of money. So you've got a lot of sort of this loyalty data and everything like that that you can yeah, use Yeah, we know this. what they've mm -hmm. spent their money on. So we're putting exclusive content on there. So not just what goes on our blog, which we do post about two or three pieces of content on our blog every day. It's exclusive from the blog. And so based on this segmentation and what we know of these customers, mm -hmm. we'll have exclusive infographics, exclusive videos, exclusive recipes. And it's just another place where they can go and feel like they're truly yeah. special. Um, do you also sort of send kind of coming back to this, like getting them to actually buy things in the shop? Um, do you do a kind of a lot of, you know, promo codes and discounting for that exclusive layer that's then baked into some of that content or part of it? Not a ton. Okay. Um, that's more on the paid side. Okay. We try and keep it as authentic as possible. We do it when it really values them. Like we're not going to push a promo down their throat, but we definitely have a lot of contests and we definitely have, mm -hmm. um, what we do is we'll we'll have a contest where if you go to the store and you take a selfie with a certain product that we just launched, you know, you can win something. So mm -hmm. we are definitely trying to drive people to stores, but it's more we, we're always thinking what's in it for them. Mm -hmm. It's not just you know we're definitely not screaming bogo at them yeah. and um, and shoving that down their throat. Um, so you're obviously a big proponent of in-house. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think that's been sort of a big, you know, I think there's some people in the room who are you know highly dependent on agencies, have multiple agencies. Um, there's people who are sort of never had an agency, there's a lot of DTC brands that are just yep. grew up in a totally different sort of environment. There's people who are moving from that. Um, what's sort of like the best case scenario here and what is, why go, why do everything in-house? Because it is difficult. There are a lot of challenges with having things in-house, whether it's finding the right talent and actually hiring the right people and making sure that, you know, everything is kind of, everything's kind of streamlined within you, but then you're clearly, you're clearly a big fan of it. I find it more difficult with agencies, and I apologize in advance to anyone who's from the agency side, but I feel like out of anyone who's ever going to know our audience, it's mm -hmm. the people who are in-house, the people who are you know, constantly communicating with our, um, our customers, the people who are in the meetings where we talk about all of our challenges. And yes, there are some great agencies who can really immerse themselves in your, you know, mm -hmm. in your culture and your community, but I find a lot of pushback creatively in terms of, you know, are they thinking of our brand or are they just thinking of a beautiful art project? You know, mm -hmm. like we, we definitely have a lot, of, um, a lot of goals, a lot of revenue goals, and like it's not completely, it, it's not always about the art, it's about, mm -hmm. you know, real engagement and really getting our community on board, on board and transforming our brand. And so the expense is, was mind-blowing to me when I came over to this side because I've always worked in media and we would have, you know, when you're on the side of editorial and media, you would never even fathom 
hiring an agency to do your content for you. And so I was hiring journalists that I've known for 20 years. And of course, I poached people <laughs> I've worked with in the past. And so when we kept having people say to us, like, oh, why don't you engage an agency? And then I, you know, I would talk to people, I think, about the prices. And there was so much talking and talking and talking. And I was like, when do you do it, though? When do you actually <laughs> execute? I'm used to putting up 100 stories a day on MTV News. And yeah. this was like, how many conversations can we have about this? You know, we could have yeah. put up an entirely new blog by the time we get this product out. It's speed, too. I mean, it was yeah, like a so speed again, and I apologize to anyone on the agency, to, agency side. It's just working in digital media for all this time. I was like, yeah. this is not efficient. Yeah. Um, was hiring hard internally? Um, I've been in digital media for a really long time, so I was fortunate enough to hire a lot of my own were people. You? It was tough yeah. because we're in Jersey, and um, coming from the city, that's that's a little bit hard to recruit. But you know, you can promise little perks here and there. Like mm -hmm. if you want, you can work at home from Friday, or you know, not ideal. But I needed I needed people I could trust, especially coming here, coming to Vitamin Shop new and needing to start something from scratch. Yeah. Um, and knowing that, like, hey, we got to put quality work out. It can't just be, you know, um, some bloggers, you know, health and wellness thoughts and mm -hmm. feelings. You know, this is we need quality journalism. We need to be the experts. We want to be the health yeah. and wellness authority. If we don't have real reporting and we can't stop stand behind our content, then you know, this isn't gonna work. Um, how much video are you doing and what type? We do about um, three original videos a week. We do a ton of recipes, things okay. where Short we- Short videos? Yes, okay. yeah, um, about under a minute, especially for Instagram. We might go a little bit longer for the website and for, um, for, uh, for Facebook and YouTube. We, we concentrate mainly on Instagram. We have a video um, slot on the homepage, which is actually shoppable. Um, we work with Brightcove to um, make sure that you know when the recipes, when the when the ingredients pop up, you can click on it. It'll take you to the product detail page, mm -hmm. which has actually shown some decent conversion. Um, so it's mostly recipes, workouts, beauty, DIY, things that incorporate either our private brand products or we work with vendors to fund videos that we create in-house. So we kind of consider ourselves a content studio where we're, we're taking their marketing dollars and creating content for them because they don't have their own content studios and it would cost them an arm and a leg to hire an agency. Right, that makes sense. Um, we have a couple of minutes for questions for Lisa, if anybody has any. Hi. Um, so when you talk about your local stores having Instagram handles and your staff of one mm -hmm. reviewing those, how do, you, how do you fit that into your day? How do you keep an eye on that content and make sure that it's brand safe and, you know, uh, in your voice, which it sounds like I think more brand safe is probably, the, you know, your biggest concern. How do yeah. you do that with all of your other... Things. I mean, we're constantly in contact with the health enthusiasts. It's not through, just through social. We're con sure. like we have a giant training department, so it's not just on the social media team to be in communication with them. It's on our organizational training um, department to always be in touch with the store managers. I have weekly calls with the regional vice presidents. Um, we have a conference coming up next week where um, you know we will have workshops with them. So we also do go out to the stores. Um, so you know it's not a perfect process, but like I said, the risk has been worth the reward, which is incredible creative content. I mean, I will say that we spent a good amount of money on some video to relaunch uh, our private label body tech. And um, it's some really beautiful video, and um, it, it would definitely be agency approved. <laughs> and um, it's doing it's doing well. But then I had um, a store dress up like 
um, a store employee dressed like a, like a dinosaur in a puffy dinosaur <laughs> costume and go through the store with a basket, putting things in the basket, and it got 20,000 views, and the other one had 10,000. So, you know, it's like I'd rather have the dinosaur on most days. Um, <laughs> and so I'll take it. I'll take that for, like, having to make a phone call once a month to a Is store it manager. Barney? Like, it wasn't Barney. I don't know what it was. It wasn't purple. Uh, yeah, I have no idea where they got it. Really intrigued by the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, and it had a basket, and yeah. Um, but, you know, 10,000 views, we'll take it, you know, yeah. and the stores are growing exponentially. We, give, we have contests to um, get them to encourage them to grow their followers. And they're really driving people to their stores. We have in-store events every weekend. And that's how they're able to drive people in store by saying, hey, we're going to have samples of this. We're going to have samples of that. They're speaking directly to their customers, which we couldn't do on our own channel. We can't go local. Mm -hmm. Awesome. We're out of time. Lisa, okay. thank you so much. This Thanks. is great. <laughs> that's all for this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. But till then, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or Anchor.fm. You can also tweet at us. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll see you soon.